1: you get access to the Vintage Radio Podcast, a look at series that were an hour or more that include Lux Radio Theater, CBS Radio Mystery Theater, and the Mercury Theater on the air, just to name a few. To become a member, visit support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Fridays, we hope to say the secret word on You Bet Your Life. This episode was originally aired on December 10th, 1952. Now, George, what is the secret word?
0: Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is fire, F-I-R-E. Really? You bet your life. It's Rachel Marks in You Bet Your Life. The comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood and brought to you by the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers. The dealers who bring you America's most talked about new car, the distinguished 1953 DeSoto and the exciting new Plymouth. See them both at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. And now, here he is, the one, the only. That's me, Captain Spaulding.
3: For Captain Spaulding, the African explorer, did someone call me Schnorrer? Hooray, hooray, hooray. He went into the jungle where all the monkeys throw nuts. If I stay here, I'll go nuts. Hooray, hooray, hooray. <laughs>
4: now,
3: that's a sample. If you want the whole thing, you can buy it on the deck of record. <laughs> Well, here I am again with $1,000 for one of our couples.
0: Groucho, we, um, we have a man with an unusual um, occupation and a French war bride for you tonight. Mr. Frank Lubin and Mrs. Blanche Fansler. Come in, please, and meet Groucho Marx. Welcome,
3: welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Say the secret word and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you find in the kitchen. Mr. Frank Lubin and Mrs. Blanche Fansler. Mr. Lubin, you're pretty tall.
2: How tall are you? Uh, six foot six in a fraction. Oh. How, how long have you had this fracture?
4: <laughs>
2: are, you, are you married? Yes, I am.
3: Um, any children? We have two. You have two uh... what? You have two children. Oh, well, you certainly got them in a hurry. Congratulations. Huh? Thank you. Mrs. Blanche you are you the French war bride? I am. We've, uh, we've had a number of uh, French war brides on the show, Blanche. Uh, how long have you been married? I've been married
5: uh, 32 years.
3: Oh, then you're a world one bride, is that right?
5: Right. Mm-hmm.
3: Where did you meet this
2: doughboy?
5: Oh, I went to Cologne to see a baseball game. Not to see the baseball, I went to look at the
4: Americans.
2: (laughs) And I had
5: a girlfriend and she said, there's a tall one looking at you all the time. And he
2: had a box of candy in his hands. He finally came to me. I could speak
5: very little English, but after five minutes, he said, will you marry me? I said, yes, of course. He gave me the candy, I got it. And
0: I thought I'd never hear from him, like most of them. But two weeks later, coming out of
3: my office, I saw him with his suitcase. He was coming to get married. Blanche, what was in this candy? Mm
5: -hmm. Chocolate.
3: Sure this wasn't taffy, huh?
5: Not taffy, no. Mm -hmm.
2: Now, Mr. Lubin, uh, what sort of work do you do? Well, I'm a grip. What is a grip? Would you mind telling us? Well, a grip does a variety of jobs in the uh, motion picture industry. And uh, for instance, in the last show I was working on, Daryl Zanuck's uh, famous production, The Snows of Kilimanjaro, mm-hmm. I set. The we go- also advertised the Sotos in the show. <laughs> <you know? laughs>
4: uh,
2: I set the gobos uh, in front of the lights and the scrims and the kookalorises and make the moving shots for the camera. <laughs>
3: You set the kookalorris in front of the gobo? <laughs> no, the kookalorris is in front of the lamps. And, and did that melt the snows of Kilimanjaro? Huh? <laughs> no. Well, there's, there's nothing worse than the grip who's lost his grip. Huh? <laughs> do you have any hobbies? Uh? Yes, I do. Just just uh, uh, what, for example? Basketball. Well, how? I mean, as a coach, as a spectator, or a district attorney? <laughs> well, not as a coach <laughs> or a player, as a- coach or spectator, but as a player. Aren't you a little uh, old to be playing basketball, uh? Frank? uh, How old are you? Uh, I have to admit to 42. Mm. How do you manage
2: to keep up with the kids? Isn't basketball pretty fast? Well, the kids uh, run and uh, use their legs, but I use my experience and play with my head.
4: Mm.
3: (laughs) You
2: find that's an improvement over a basketball
3: After a fast dribble down the court, you must have quite a headache. (laughs) How long have you been playing basketball? Over 25 years.
2: Well, that's remarkable. How do you account for the fact that you can still play a kid's game? Well, I don't drink or I don't smoke and uh, don't delve into excesses. I thoroughly believe in clean living. No, it may be clean, but I wouldn't call it living.
4: (laughs)
3: i like to continue talking to you too, but now it's time for you to win some money. Just one minute, you're going to play your bet your life for a chance at the thousand dollar question. George? George, I'm going to do something different. Now, since this is a quiz show, I'm going to ask you a question. Why is the new 1953 DeSoto the most beautiful car ever built?
0: Well, that's easy, Groucho, because this beautiful new DeSoto is an entirely new car. The ideal blend of smart styling and fine engineering. It's longer, lower, and lovelier, with new chrome trim adding an extra touch of smartness. Inside, too, the new DeSoto is beautiful in every way. There's a smart new instrument panel, richly grained in handsome bleached walnut gray or dark, lovely, natural walnut brown. The trim is in a variety of upholstery fabrics that are color harmonized with each other and with exterior colors. Then there's a new magnificent door panel and new chrome molding, which adds so much to interior beauty. From any angle, you'll agree that the beautiful new DeSoto is an exciting car, distinguished and dramatic, a car I know you'll be proud to own and drive. George is right, folks. This beautiful new DeSoto is the car of the year.
3: See you tomorrow, won't you?
0: This beautiful 1953 DeSoto is now on display at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers in two great series, the mighty DeSoto Fire Dome V8 and the brilliant DeSoto Powermaster 6. Stop in tomorrow and see the distinguished 1953 DeSoto. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth, the first truly balanced car in the low-priced field.
3: Here we go. Let's see how I can build you $20. From our list of 20 categories, you selected number 14, Cards and dice times. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? I'll a penny. As you
2: like. I'll, I'll a penny. <laughs> All
3: right. Here's your first question. You are going to bet $19.99. In dice, if you throw a natural, what number would come up? Seven or eleven.
0: Seven or eleven. Seven
3: or eleven.
0: Well, you're off to a great start. You have $39.99.
3: How much of this $39.99 are you going to play? Over will a
2: penny. Okay, All but a penny.
3: <laughs> okay, in cards, in what game do you try to avoid taking the Queen of Spades? It can count 13 points against you. I don't think it's hearts. I don't? Know. You go ahead. Hearts. Hearts is right, huh? Now <laughs> they have 79.97. All but one penny. Okay. In cards, in what game is the method of scoring called pegging? No, you said They wouldn't understand Cribbage. That's right. With corned beef, it's very good.
0: <laughs> You're really up there now. You have $159.93. I had it last night, corned beef and cribbage. You now, how much you got to bet? <laughs> bet it all.
4: The
3: coup de grace, huh? Coup de grace. Coup de grace. <laughs> grace. All right. Well, keep on the grass. Coup <laughs>
4: de <laughs> In poker,
3: what do you call five cards in sequence of the same suit? Straight flush. Straight flush is right. Huh?
0: <laughs> and you'll wind up with a grand total of $319.86. Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Groucho, we invited some women who work for a packing concern to the program tonight. And just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Mrs. Helen Belair. Her partner is Mr. Percival Vivian. Folks, would you please come in and meet Groucho Marx?
3: Welcome. Welcome to Your Bet Your Life. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you find in the kitchen. Mrs. Helen Belair, you're from a
5: packing house? Yes, I am. Swift Packing.
3: Where are you from, uh, Helen?
5: From Providence, Rhode Island, from the Kaliskowski homestead.
3: You're you're married, I take it? Yes, I am. Mm -hmm. Well, don't be so mournful about it, Helen. (laughs) Many people are in that condition. (laughs) Mr. Percival... uh, Pericle Vivian, eh? Percival was right. You got it the first time. Mm -hmm. How old are you, Mr. Vivian? In my early 60s. Mm -hmm. When somebody says he's in the early 60s, that means he'll be 70 next Friday. eh? (laughs) Now, precisely uh, what age are you? 62, and that's the truth. Well, that's virtually 60.
4: eh?
3: I'm exactly 42, and that's a lie. eh? (laughs) Where are you from, Mr. Vivian? Camberwell Green, London. Oh, from Blighty, eh? That's right.
4: How
3: long since you left there? Oh, about 40 years. Well, let's get back to the packing house, uh, Helen. Uh, What do they pack at this place?
5: Well, mostly a little of everything, I should say. Sliced meats. Don't look at
3: me. <laughs>
5: well, baloney. Don't look at me.
3: <laughs> what else?
5: Well, chickens, steaks, franks. You're welcome. <laughs> well, let's say you're packing
3: a cow now. Do you just cut off the steaks and throw everything else away? Or?
5: No, they. Or don't. How do you pack a cow? Well, they don't throw anything away. They don't? No, they use everything. Everything? Yes. Corks, the hide, pig's feet.
3: Pig's feet on a cow? <laughs>
5: We're
3: getting some strange animals nowadays. This crossbreeding is doing wonderful things. You say they use every part of the cow? Yes. How about the moo? Do you use that?
5: Well, no, but I guess if they could, they would. <laughs>
3: Pretty happy in that joint, aren't you? <laughs> What's your job at this uh, at this place, this
5: I'm a Frank Skinner?
3: <laughs> I thought you said your name was Helen Belair.
5: It is. Well I'm what do you Frank do
3: at this Skinner. place, huh?
5: I'm a Frank Skinner. Frank I
3: Skinner? I s- oh, used to know him very, very well. He used to play second fiddle with Jerry Fielding. Eh? No,
5: it's frankly, it is We call them Franks.
3: You call them Franks? Yes. You call them what? Franks. You're welcome.
5: <laughs> Why don't you
3: get a job with a finance company you could make a fortune skinning the customers?
5: No, I like skinning Franks. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, you're certainly Frankfurt are happy.
5: You? <laughs> you have a
3: dog at home?
5: Well, it pays good money. It does? It's. Uh, By the yard? Well, no. We're supposed to pack so many boxes. A day, huh? That's right.
3: And if you pack more than that?
5: Well, I get more money.
3: Uh huh. What sort of work do you do, uh, Mr. Vivian? I'm a manager of the Bard Theater. Well, I've been barred from many a theater, huh? hmm. <laughs> Why do you do that? Well, I direct plays for him, and I'm there at 9 o'clock in the morning, the usual routine. See the your and your carpenter and your electricians around the job, sort of an overseer to watch somebody else work. I see. She's familiar with frankfurters, and you're familiar with ham, huh? That's right. <laughs> we're really in the meat industry here tonight. <laughs> How did you happen to become a theater manager? Were you in show business, or were you just crazy about popcorn? No, I've been in show business ever since I was 5 years old. Is that so? I came to this country with Sir Philip Bengreet and I started my own Shakespearean company and on Broadway I think I have the the longest title I should say run of a repertoire of Shakespeare in the history of Shakespeare. Is that so? <laughs> Did you ever play Juliet? No. I played Juliet one time. You
4: did? I didn't
3: know her husband was
4: backstage.
3: <laughs> I had one of the longest runs of any actor on Broadway. I ran all the way from Times Square to the Bronx Park.
4: <laughs>
3: Who do you think is the greatest living Shakespearean actor? Laurence Olivier. You do, huh? Yes, sir. Now, what about me, Percy? Don't you consider me living? I'm not exactly a stranger to the Bard, you know. Mm-hmm. All the world's the stage and all the men and women merely players. They have their exits and their entrances. And one man in his time plays many parts. What's sharper than a serpent's tooth is a thankless child? Ooh. What is that from, Faisal? That is from Abs. Uh, the first part. You started from As You Like It, as Jake yes. was, but I... And I realize you didn't like it, so I switched into something <laughs>
4: else. <laughs> Why didn't you finish it?
3: Well, I didn't want to embarrass you to be truthful about it. Oh, that's too... How bad. did I do, Percy, old boy? Pretty well. Pretty well, but I thought uh, you started that heavy, you know, because it's Shakespeare, you've got to do it heavy. Mm. So, well, I put on a little weight lately, yeah? Oh, <laughs> <sir. laughs> that's it is noble in the mind, or suffer the slings. Well, it's been interesting talking to me, uh, <clears throat> and I hope you win a reasonable amount of money here tonight. Because right now, you're going to play your bet your life for a crack at the $1,000 question. Run your $20 into more than our other couples, and you'll get a chance at the big money. Can't tell you how much you have to win, but George is going to remind our listeners.
0: The French war bride and her partner won $319.86, and the secret word is fire.
3: Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected standard romantic ballads as your category. These romantic songs have remained popular through the years. Let's see if you remember them. <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh,
3: all right, here's your first question. How much would you bet? Up to you. Okay. Lady said eight. I said ten. Now, what
5: are we
3: going to No, know? eighteen. Eighteen? Eight? Oh, eighteen. Eighteen, 18 dollars? Eighteen dollars. Okay, what is the name of this ballad? Play it, Jerry. Let
0: him play <laughs> it. Sure <laughs> you now have
3: $38. Yeah. Now, $38? Remember, you're going for $1,000 a night. How much of this vast sum will you risk this time?
4: 30
3: 30? Okay. $30? $30. All right, give me the title of this song. Play, Mr. Fielding. Uh-huh.
0: Cocktails
3: for two is right. Mm -hmm. And we'll have $68. You now have $68. How much will you bet on this one? You printed blue that last one. (laughs) How much? 65. 65. 65. Play, Mr. Fielding. Sorry, it is. Give me something to remember you by. You now it's have written by Arthur Schwartz and Howard Dietz. Let me get these names because oh, sure. you happen to be friends with <laughs> right. them. Oh sure.
0: Uh, you have three dollars now. You,
3: you have three dollars, and I'm sorry you only have three dollars, and it's your last chance to beat the other couple. But don't be discouraged. How much are you going to bet? Three dollars. All right. Give me the title of this song. Play it, Jerry. Ah. Help you, but I can't. It's a small hotel. Um, you, you were flirting with it, but you didn't have it.
0: You've lost all your money. Well, Let's nobody go.
3: leaves here flat broke. So I'm going to give you one more question. Think hard now, and please no help in the audience. If you win this, you'll spend twenty-five dollars. In what state is Omaha, Nebraska? <laughs> Nebraska. Nebraska is right. You win twenty-five dollars. <laughs> Now, before we proceed, I have a note here to remind me of something, Fenneman. You don't mind, do you? No, go right ahead. There's a piece about me in the current issue of Quick Magazine. That's the issue of Quick that's on the stands now, so I trust as soon as the show is over, you'll all rush out and buy a copy of this.
0: We asked for some young people, um, young people who were in our audience you tonight. You asked for
3: some young yes, people? Yes, unattached. You
0: married? No, I, I didn't ask for myself. I was asking for you. Oh, uh, now you're talking. <laughs> Well, uh, we asked for these young unattached people who. And were are...
3: you successful in getting any?
0: Yes, they're, they are unattached now and they're not averse to getting married sometime I in see, the future. And, and we have them backstage here Miss Beth Jelm and Mr. Wayne Swift. Come in and meet Rachel Marks. Right wow. up here.
3: And here I shot all my ammunition with Shakespeare. <laughs>
4: well,
3: welcome, welcome. For the DeSoto Plymouth dealers and for me, too. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you will find in the kitchen. Beth uh, Jelm, huh? Yes. And what kind of a name is that, Beth? That's Swedish. Oh, you're Swenska, huh? (laughs) Born here, I presume.
4: Yes, in Los Angeles. Uh,
3: You're a very good advertisement. (laughs) Los Angeles. Local product. Can't understand why they insist on bragging about oranges out
4: here. <laughs>
3: products like this hanging around. Wayne Swift, that's you? That's right.
2: Boy, you're gonna be
3: ignored tonight, huh? <laughs> what kind of a name is that?
2: It's English. It goes back, I understand, from my grandmother to Jonathan Swift. Even back past that, I imagine. Hmm, really? Are you connected with the Swift Packing Company? I wished
3: I was. <laughs> Have you ever skinned a Frankfurter? Not yet. Have you skinned anybody out of anything? I've tried.
4: <laughs> Wayne,
3: you're unattached, is that correct? That's right. What kind of a girl do you have in mind, Wayne? Uh, perhaps I can help you look.
2: Well, she ought to be a little above average in height. I imagine she should be fair complected. She should be blonde, I imagine. <laughs> oh, like to do the things I like to do. Be intelligent. Well, it may
3: not be easy to find a girl who's both intelligent and wants to do the things you want to do. <laughs> That's a large size order there, Wayne. <laughs> That's what sort of work do you do?
5: Well, I'm a junior at UCLA right now.
3: Mm-hmm. UCLA? They have quite a football team.
5: This they year. sure do.
3: What are you studying?
5: Well, I'm studying to be a school teacher.
3: Sure, I had to be out 40 years ago. I couldn't wait a while. What made you decide to become a teacher?
5: Well, I was going to be a dentist and sort of a long grind before you become a dentist, so I decided to switch.
3: Is is this a joke?
5: I recognize
3: a feeble reason there. No, I'm afraid not. I didn't know whether this was done maliciously or whether this was just inadvertent.
5: And it takes quite a while to become a dentist, so I decided I'd be a schoolteacher instead.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, you'll find teaching many of those children is like pulling teeth.
5: <laughs>
3: what sort of work uh, do you do, uh, Wayne? Well, I'm half owner in Can Do. Can Do? You mean Can Do the magician? I knew him well. How are the old fags?
4: <laughs> Not
3: Shandu, Can Do. K-A-N-D-U. Well, dash to you too.
4: Huh? <laughs>
3: What does it
2: mean, can do? Well, it's Marine Corps language for we can do anything. Have a care, young fellow.
3: We don't use Marine Corps language around here. <laughs> Maybe some sailors listening.
2: <laughs> what do you mean you can do anything? Well, we will do anything for anyone at any time for any reason, as long as it's legal and ethical.
3: Well, it has to be legal and ethical, huh?
2: <laughs> you must be starving to death, aren't you? <laughs> Now, what's the hardest job you've been asked to do, Wayne? I think the hardest job that I've ever had to do is when a movie company asked us and wanted us to obtain one of their obsolete M3 General Grant tanks. Wanted one of what? One of the Army's obsolete M3 tanks. You're welcome. (laughs) Well, you're a
3: nice couple. I'm sorry I don't have time to clinch this romance, but maybe you'll get together in the quiz, huh? (laughs) You run your $20 and more than our other couples, you'll get a chance at the $1,000 question. Can't tell you how much you have to win, but George is going to remind our listeners.
0: The French war bride and her partner still lead with $319.86. Let's
3: see how high I can build you $20. You selected anatomical terms. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? Okay. Okay. All right.
5: 1975. 1975.
3: The word manual pertains to what part of the body?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Hands. Hands. Hands is right. You're on your way. You have $39.75. Pretty silly of that. you imagine a fellow says, Cola, I'm going to Isn't put a it? pair of gloves on my manuals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How much you think got? $39.75. How much you got to bet on that? $39.50. The word epidermal refers to what part of the body?
0: The outside.
5: Skin. Well, skin.
0: No, skin. skin. We prefer skin. <laughs> You now have $79.25. 79.
5: 79.
0: $79. All right. The word cardiac
3: pertains to what part of the body? The heart. The heart is right. <laughs>
0: you now have $158.25. Okay, well, how
4: we'll
3: much go are you going to bet?
4: We'll bet it all.
3: Okay. She's a pretty smart dentist, this kid. Yeah. <laughs> all right. The word pedal pertains to what part of the body? Feet. A foot, yes. That's good enough.
0: And you wind up with $316.50, and that means that the French war bride and her partner, with $319.86, in just one minute, get the chance of the DeSoto Plymouth $1,000 question.
4: Well,
3: thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Right now, let's pay attention to some important information about the beautiful 1953 DeSoto.
0: And here comes our winning couple for tonight, Groucho, the French war bride and her partner all set for the DeSoto Plymouth $1,000 question.
3: All right, here we go for $1,000. I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you. Think carefully and please, no help from the audience. Here it is. In many parts of the world, people still make daily use of a counting device that originated before recorded history. It is a board with beads or counters on it. For a thousand dollars, what is this primitive mechanical brain called? (laughs) All right, what is the answer you two have decided upon? Abacus. That's right, Abacus. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Well, congratulations from the more than 3,000 DeSoto Clima dealers from coast to coast. You bet your luck. <laughs>
0: Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at the same time for the Groucho Marx Show when the big question will be worth $1,000. And don't miss Groucho's television show, also presented by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. And remember that the dealers who sell the distinguished 1953 DeSoto also sell the brilliant new Plymouth, the first truly balanced car in the low-priced field. DeSoto Plymouth, two great new cars both products of the Chrysler Corporation. And when you drive in, tell them Groucho sent you. Good night, folks, and remember, see the
3: 1953 DeSoto
0: Folks, here's a message from the National Tuberculosis Association. Join the fight on TV. Buy Christmas seals. you Bet Your Life. Transcribed from Hollywood is produced by John Goodell. Directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. This is George Feniman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your
1: host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. Personally, I thought the big money question was a little too easy. I mean, I answered it. For $1,000, that was an easy question. But I guess it's easy if you know it. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support.isleofoldtimeradio.com. The Shadow returns on Monday and Ground Show will be back next Friday for some more You Bet Your Life. For Patreon members, you can listen tomorrow to the latest episode of the Vintage Radio Club. A young boy with a love of horses, a grizzled old vet with a taste for booze, a racehorse with a chance for the big time, and a liberal dose of schmaltz. It's the MGM Theater of the Air, and it's called Stablemates for iLevelTimeRadio.com. This is Virtual Vinny signing off, and have a great weekend.